0: what is going on my friends thank you so much for joining yours truly brian calajuri on this week's episode of the cut the crap show where every single week i'm reading a book Condensing that book down with its core golden nuggets. I'm bringing the author on the show to have a conversation about the golden nuggets. And I'm here with you every single week, just trying to save you a little bit of time and bring you some information that can spark real change in your life. So this week, we're talking to Dave Asprey. Dave's the founder of Bulletproof and the author of the New York Times bestseller, Headstrong. He's also a Silicon Valley investor and technology entrepreneur who spent two decades and over $1 million to hack his own biology. In the process, Dave lost 100 pounds without counting any calories or excessive exercise. He used techniques to upgrade his brain and lift his IQ by 20 points and lowered his biological age while learning to sleep more efficiently in less time. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible stuff. Learning to do these seemingly impossible things essentially transformed him into a better entrepreneur, a better husband, and a better father. Over the last 10 years, Silicon Valley entrepreneur Dave Asprey has worked with world-renowned doctors and scientists to uncover the latest, most innovative methods for making humans perform better, a process he calls biohacking. Siri, what the heck is biohacking? Biohacking is the process of using science, biology and self-experimentation to take control and upgrade your body, mind, and life. This idea of biohacking came about for Dave because his health and his life weren't exactly at their best point. So I thought I'd start off our interview by asking Dave to paint a picture for us.
1: As a young man, I hit 300 pounds in my early 20s. I had arthritis in my knees when I was 14 Cognitive dysfunction in a way that was really concerning in my mid-20s. My career was taking off and my brain didn't work well. Hmm. I was diagnosed with high risk of stroke and heart attack. Wow. And uh, and all sorts of of other things, uh, thyroid disorders and and whatnot. I basically had all the diseases of aging Hmm. or things similar to them by the time I was 30.
0: Far too often we sit and we look at our circumstances, whether it's health, finances relationships or career and we just accept the bad circumstances as the way it is and the way it's always going to be well I say screw that screw that create the change that you want to see in your world now I know it's not easy but I'll tell you right now it's definitely going to be easier than accepting a mediocre life that's for sure so with Dave his health obviously wasn't great As you heard the host of problems he had. But what I love about his story was how he changed. He realized that to get in shape, yes, he had to move more. Yes, he had to eat less. Yes, he has to eat more nutritious foods. But what he did differently was while he focused on his body, he also focused on optimizing the performance of his mind. And the results aren't only telling, but they persisted because of it.
1: Today, I'm 9.6% body fat. Uh, I weigh about 203 pounds, uh, and I have more energy than I have at any time in my life. Uh, My IQ is higher. My brain works better. I look younger than I did five years ago. And I'm supposed to be busy and stressed. I'm busy, but I'm not stressed. I'm just happy because my brain works. And (laughs) I feel a moral obligation to share this with people because I'm never hungry. I, I don't have brain fog like Everything works. And this is our birthright as human beings. And I'm passionate about this. Dave's a biohacker. And he loves using science and
0: data to run experiments on his own body to find the best ways to lose weight, to increase energy and to live a healthy lifestyle so that he can be the best family man, the best businessman and the best friend that he can possibly be. So now that I got a better picture of who Dave was, it was time to crack into it with him by focusing on golden nugget number one understanding mitochondria but before we do that i think it's important for you to understand that one fifth of your body's energy that's 20 percent goes to fueling your brain that's the most out of any organ in your body but your brain's performance suffers dramatically when you fill your body with toxins and when your brain has to extract energy by converting those toxins you start to feel forgetful You have an inability to focus. You'll experience low energy. You'll become more moody. You'll have more cravings. And all these toxins, they come from your diet. They come from your mobile devices, your computer screens, and obviously the polluted world that we live in. So to avoid those toxins that slow down your brain, you have to change your diet. You have to abandon bad habits. You have to alter your environment. You have to exercise. You have to meditate. And you wanna do all of that so that you can support these little itty-bitty powerhouse cells in your body that are called mitochondria.
1: We're gonna go back to seventh grade biology, Ryan. Hmm. And you might remember this conversation uh, when you were throwing a paper airplane at a friend uh, where the teacher said something like, oh, we harnessed these ancient bacteria to become our power plants. They're called mitochondria. And the real story is that two billion years ago, These ancient bacteria spotted our cells and said to themselves, hey, that's a mobile Petri dish. Let's move in and take over. And to this day, your entire nervous system is running a bacterial operating system that only cares about three things. Number one, they care about Running away from killing or hiding from scary things Mm. because a bacteria or an animal dies right now if a tiger eats you So you better pay attention to that first and you might as well put all of your energy into that The second thing is a bacteria will eat everything because there might be a famine and then you would die (laughs) the third (laughs) thing a bacteria would do is it'll have sex with everything else. Because if the species doesn't reproduce, then the species dies. In that order, all the time, you have quadrillions of little cells trying to make you do those things right now as you listen to this. And they're not gonna give you enough energy to think unless you lower the amount of pressure from those things. Mm -hmm. So if you're stressed all the time, you turn down stress, you get more energy. If you're hungry all the time, which is what most of us are because we're eating foods that aren't very good for our biology, a huge amount of your energy goes into thinking about food worrying about food or simply just not turning Food and air into electrons to power your energy and headstrong is about that problem How do you turn on more energy so that your brain has enough energy to handle? Whatever life brings when you do that your moodiness evaporates mm-hmm. you're quick to anger Goes down your ability to focus goes up your memory improves simply because you have enough electricity to keep the system turned on all the time most of us especially after age 40 Everyone has mitochondrial dysfunction Hmm. your your cells are not as good at turning food and air into energy but 48 percent of people under age 40 like like me when I was 25 also had a problem doing this. It's endemic in us. So the Headstrong is about how do we have more energy, which is going to reflect itself in my brain and then in my behavior.
0: One common mistake that I've made, and maybe a common mistake that you've made as well, is in thinking that the older you get and the more toxins you take in, your mitochondria, they get damaged. They break down. That's just not true though. And Dave clarifies that point for us.
1: One of the biggest causes of all of these these symptoms is not necessarily damaged mitochondria, they can just be a little bit less functional. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's sort of like, is your car damaged if it has 70,000 miles and it leaks a little bit of oil and it uses more gas than it used to, but it still runs, it'll still get you there, it's Mm -hmm. pretty good. Well that's going on inside your cells and I believe that we all wanna be a Ferrari uh, or a Tesla (laughs) and uh, we wanna feed ourselves racing fuel or high voltage electrical inputs And we wanna be able to very effectively translate that fuel into energy on the road. And it's not about being damaged, it's just about can you function better. And even if you take your brand new car into a racing mechanic, how do they somehow get another 25 horsepower and make it handle better even though it was a brand new car? Well, there are upgrades that you can do and it turns out you can do this inside your cells as well.
0: So exactly what are some of these key upgrades that Dave is talking about? Well, I'll share a couple with you. The first one is curbing inflammation, because inflammation plays a key role in aging, damaging mitochondria, increasing mitochondrial dysfunction, and there's a number of ways you can dial down inflammation. Obviously, one of the top ones is exercise. The more you exercise, the better you'll feel and the better your body will react to that. Replacing inflammatory foods like grains, dairy, and omega-6 oils with anti-inflammatory, nutrient-rich fats, meats, and vegetables is another. Another one is looking at other supplements, things like turmeric, for example. turmeric and bromelain is a way to decrease inflammation. Now, I'm not a scientist or a nutritionist. I am not claiming to be one. So this is something you should do more research on in terms of what you can do, what you can eat, what you can change to lower your level of inflammation. One of the biggest things you can do is curbing sugars, salts and fats, getting some exercise, eating healthy, nutrient rich fats, meats and vegetables. Those are all key ways to start lowering inflammation. Another one is HIIT training, high intensity interval training. Now, among the many, many other benefits of HIIT training, moving your body improves mitochondrial function and helps your brain perform better. So yes, while walking and jogging has its merits, the real advantages come from stepping it up a notch. So something that Dave recommends you do is trying high intensity interval training to work out your mitochondria. In fact, one study actually showed that just two weeks of HIIT training significantly increased mitochondrial function in the skeletal muscle. I just want to reemphasize the importance of this point and again, to reemphasize why I'm talking about this in the first place, in case you're wondering why we're talking about cells and mitochondria, the reason for that is very clear. If you don't understand your body, then you're not going to be able to get the best out of your day. If you're low on energy, if you're moody, if you are having a tough time focusing, all of those things point back to low performance. All of those things are going to keep you from doing what you need to do in order to move your business forward. Move your career forward. Get that project completed on time and on budget. It's going to prevent you from innovating. It's going to prevent you from making that extra call. It's going to prevent you from being creative to come up with that next new marketing idea. So this is why we're talking about it here
1: you're wired to be nice to other people. Right. And if you're an entrepreneur like me and you show up at work and you're cranky and you yell at your team, you think the A players are gonna keep working for you? Not no, they're gonna quit and they're not gonna work for an asshole. Like <laughs> this is why it's important. <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> right, man. That, that's why it. this matters to entrepreneurs. So it all starts with energy. If you have energy, you can execute. If you don't have energy, you're gonna slack. You're gonna get tired. You're not gonna be focused. You're not gonna execute, you're not gonna be creative. So we wanna understand how we can build energy. And the way that we do that, is through understanding your mitochondria and the role that it plays in your body. How to keep it safe, how to protect it, and how to ensure that these little cells called mitochondria can keep pumping out energy for us as we get older. Moving into golden nugget number two, we're gonna talk about protecting the brain in something called myelin. All right, what the heck? Does anybody know what myelin is? Anybody ever heard of that? Myelin is a white colored sheath made of mostly fat and cholesterol that wraps around the nerve cell. Myelin's main function is to insulate the neuron, protect the axon, and direct the nerve's impulse where it's
2: supposed to go.
1: I love it that we're talking about myelin on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> myelin uh, is something most people haven't heard of. And if you. Look at an extension cord, like an outdoor extension cord. It has that thick rubbery layer on it that is insulation to allow the higher amounts of electricity to run through. Our nervous system actually conducts electricity and the parts of our nervous
0: system that are used the most. Our body protects those nerves with myelin to prevent particular diseases and to conserve the energy and ensure that we have efficient functioning in our bodies
1: and parts of your spine always have this certain nerves always have it and the diseases of things like uh, parkinson's and als and many other chronic neurodegenerative diseases involve demyelination where toxins or mitochondrial dysfunction affect the body's ability to repair and maintain this insulation so you're basically leaking electricity
2: Hmm.
1: and myelin is made out of fat it is not made out of sugar corn chips Uh, Diet soda (laughs) or plant-based anything. Mm. It is made out of animal fats. And that's why I recommend eating grass-fed animals or at least butter.
2: Hold on to your love handles cause today I'm going over the
1: most amazing, most critically acclaimed, most insane diet
0: that's been around for actually a while. So if we're talking animal fats, then I gotta understand where the ketogenic diet plays in this thing. Because the ketogenic diet has been around for a long time, but for some reason, it seems to be blowing up right now. And if we're talking animal fats, then we're talking keto. So I want to understand what Dave thinks about the ketogenic diet and its role in helping us produce more myelin.
1: My first big book before Headstrong was called The Bulletproof Diet, and it helped to put modern keto on the map. Mm. So I am a big fan of a ketogenic diet, but the problem is that Books came out the year I was born about the ketogenic diet, hmm. and it's what I would call dirty keto, Interesting. which means as long as you're eating no sugar, it the mindset is that it doesn't really matter. So you can eat inflammatory proteins, you can eat chemicals, you can eat pork rinds all day long, and you'll lose weight. The problem is you'll do what I did: you'll lose fifty of your hundred pounds, and then you'll get stuck. You'll know, have inflammation, cognitive That's dysfunction, nice. and all the stuff I write about in Headstrong. Mm-hmm. So what I recommend is a cyclical ketogenic diet that avoids the things that cause inflammation, which means you eat the right kinds of fats, which means you eat more vegetables than most people in ketosis do, and you eat less protein, and it needs to be grass-fed animal protein or very high-quality protein and not too much of it. And when you do that, you get a very different result. You can sleep better, and you don't run into those problems of long-term unending ketosis, uh, which is becoming an issue for people who try to do that for long periods of time. Your body should be metabolically flexible, which means you should be able to process normal amounts of non-sugar carbohydrates, and you should be able to process fat for fuel, and those should be very effortless for your body, and I've achieved that in my own biology with this kind of stuff.
0: Great takeaway for all you keto kids out there. Stay away from dirty keto. But there's better ways of approaching the ketogenic diet and David Asprey tells us that there's a much better way of approaching keto. So if you want to get your animal fats in and you don't want to stay in prolonged periods of ketosis and you don't want to do dirty ketosis where you're eating a package of bacon where you're taking in all those nitrates but you're still in ketosis probably not a good way of doing it. Probably a better way of doing ketosis. In any case, the big takeaway here isn't the keto diet but your diet in general. And a diet that includes fats and cholesterols you eat, that produces myelin. So diets that include omega-3 fatty acids, that helps to regenerate myelin. Avoid all toxins, including mercury and other heavy metals, solvents and additives. Those also fog your brain by slowing the growth rate of new brain cells. Avoid a high sugar diet. Consume coffee, chocolate, blueberries, grapes, and other blue, red, and orange foods. Look for 85% or better dark chocolate from Europe, because from Europe, that has the fewest impurities. Any inflammation in your body, injuries, pain, burns, bruises, and especially digestive problems, those reduce your brain's performance because the body diverts energy to them. So as you age, you tend to experience more chronic inflammations, which slow down the body and the brain. So the fastest way to reduce brain fog and fatigue is to reduce inflammation. We talked about that earlier. In a typical Western diet, environmental toxins, stress, and lack of sleep, those all contribute to inflammation, which distracts you and makes you angry and prone to binging. So what do you do? Repair yourself gradually by eating the right foods, like grass-fed butter and polyphenols.
1: Well, one of the most important classes of food uh, that you can eat is something called a polyphenol. And you probably didn't see those on the shelves at at Whole Foods recently, (laughs) at least not by that name. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Polyphenols are colored compounds found in herbs, spices, fruits, vegetables, things like that. And the average person who drinks coffee gets about one gram of these a day if they eat a normal diet. Mm -hmm. And anti-aging people say you need two or three grams a day and coffee is the number one source of these plant-based coloring compounds in the US diet. You'll find them in blueberries, they're very high in rosemary, oregano, turmeric, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. Uh, Brightly colored fruits have some, but they also have a ton of of sugar in them and a bunch of other things. So you tend to not get that much from your food, which means you either drink coffee, tea, eat chocolate, uh, or use absurd amounts of herbs, which I recommend doing in the book. Uh, You will live longer and your brain will work better if you have lots and lots of herbs on your food. And I take polyphenols uh, from external sources. I get five grams a day. I'd have to eat probably 20 pounds of vegetables to get that many. Those feed your gut bacteria. They feed this part of your brain. And then when it comes to fat, Uh, You've got to eat fat because your brain is made out of fat. Every cell membrane in your body is made out of tiny droplets of fat. Mm -hmm. If you eat damaged fats or lots of vegetable fats, uh, damaged fats being fats that have been fried or boiled Mm -hmm. or barbecued and things like that, or even just sitting in sunlight for a long uh, amount of time is enough for some types of fats to ruin them. Uh, What happens is you try to make cell membranes out of damaged fats. They make free radicals all the time They make Mm -hmm. you old faster Mm -hmm. and since you want a brain that operates like a young person's brain But with an older person's wisdom and experience You must eat (laughs) undamaged fats (laughs) lots of polyphenols and The right kinds of proteins Mm -hmm. and headstrong tells you how to do that and there's other environmental variables that are almost as important as food And sometimes you make small tweaks in your environment, the cells that run your body become happier and higher performance, and suddenly you become higher and happier performance. Uh, This is what happened in my life.
0: Golden nugget number three, we're talking all about, you guessed it, sleep. Sleep is important, we all know that. We've been talking more about this. Ariana Huffington has been talking more and more about sleep and the importance of it.
1: For me, um, the first change, the first um, habit that I changed, the Keystone habit as is known in, in habit literature, was sleep. And that transformed my life truly.
0: And Ariana, similar to Dave Asprey, found great scientific benefits in sleeping.
1: And now, of course, we have conclusive scientific findings that sleep is really a miracle drug, improves our health and strengthens our immune system, improves our mental clarity and um, makes us more joyful uh, in our daily lives.
0: So what does Dave Asprey have to say about sleep? How much sleep should we be getting and how do we get the most optimal sleep possible?
1: If you could wake up feeling refreshed and rejuvenated on less sleep, of course you would do that. Getting more sleep doesn't make you a better person. Getting better sleep makes you a better person. And when you think about the depths of that, that means if you could get better sleep so good in say only six hours a night, that you felt better than you do now on eight hours a night, wouldn't you do that? Instead of continuing to sleep eight hours a night, could you do something good with two hours a day? I find it very interesting
0: that Ariana says that we need more sleep. And In the fact, she recommends that we get on average an extra half an hour of sleep added to our regular sleep cycle. On the other hand, Dave, Dave says that we don't need as much sleep. So I'm very curious what the scientific findings that Dave has are saying about that.
1: Here's what some of the most compelling research out there showed me. This was a study of 1.2 million people and I looked at them for several years. What they discovered when they went back and analyzed the data was that the people who live the longest sleep six and a half hours a night. The People who sleep eight hours a night die of all-cause mortality more frequently than those who sleep six and a half hours a night. People who sleep six hours a night were better off than people who slept eight hours a night. And If you sleep nine hours a night, your chances of dying are way higher and 10 hours or lower. It actually gets worse. What's up with that? It's this crazy idea, are you ready? Healthy people need less sleep. So suddenly, getting more sleep isn't the angle. Being healthier, having a body that works better, having cells that work better, that's the the key. In the Bulletproof Diet book, I wrote about this weird thing in the brain called the glymphatic system. Not lymphatic, but glymphatic. And we didn't know this until recently, but at night, your body pumps cerebral spinal fluid into the brain and literally gives you a brainwashing. It washes out the toxic proteins in your brain. And when that happens, that's part of your sleep cycle. When you wake up, your brain is now detoxed. And this now brings us back
0: full circle to the very beginning of the episode, because what's responsible? What guides the glymphatic system? Mitochondria. And so again, we come back to the importance of having healthy mitochondria and ensuring that we take care of our bodies. We introduce good foods to our bodies, good rest, To help create healthy mitochondria. All right, my friends, there we have it. That's Headstrong by Dave Asprey. And I love getting Dave on the show all because he provided us with a different perspective, a perspective that maybe we don't hear all that much about. Right? We talk about time management strategies and marketing strategies, sales strategies, the importance of keeping a positive mental attitude. And I do all those things. But the funny thing is that all those are controlled by those little itty-bitty cells in your body. They're controlled by the foods that we eat. Maybe we talked about it in Golden Nugget number one, mitochondria. What is mitochondria? The importance of mitochondria. You know, those little energy-creating factories in our body. Maybe we're not thinking about that throughout our daily lives. Maybe we're not thinking about that when we're making the food choices we're making. But that's why I love this episode, because now when we're sitting there and we want to grab that bag of chips, we might look at that and say... You know, my mitochondria is not going to do much with that and my mitochondria is going to be turning that those toxins into fuel and that's going to make me moody, it's going to ruin my focus, so you know what, I'm going to eat something a little bit more healthy. Alright, our golden nugget number two, we talk about myelin and the importance of myelin and why myelin is critical and what destroys myelin, how to build myelin up in our bodies to ensure that we have more focus, more concentration. And of course, last but not least, we're talking about sleep and the importance of getting good sleep. All these golden nuggets are so important for us to keep in mind if we're trying to live our best lives possible. And that's why I want to bring Dave on the show to bring a different perspective, bring a little bit of different stimulus to you, and maybe, maybe just give you different reasons as to why you choose the healthy foods, why you choose to go to bed a little bit earlier, as opposed to maybe choosing the crappy foods, or maybe opposed to sleeping four hours a night. That kind of perspective shift is what I'm after here, and I think we accomplished that. So my friends, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I hope you enjoy this new type of formatting, the editing I'm going through. I'm having fun doing it. I'm trying something new. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. I want to hear both sides of the equation. But I also know that with anything, with anything change-related, off more often than not, it takes a little while to get used to it. So maybe give it a couple more weeks, see what you think, and then provide me with some feedback and let me know what your thoughts are. But in any case, my friends, that is a wrap for this week. So I will be back here next week when I have a brand new book, brand new Golden Nuggets, an interview with an author. And of course, you know what I'm doing here every single week, just trying to save you a little bit of time and bring you some information that can spark real change in your life. Have a fantastic, productive, inspired week, everybody. I love you all.
2: I know you hear that. You know how I know you hear that? You set that alarm last night. Uh, you gonna pretend like you can't hear it. Okay. It's gonna keep ringing. It's still ringing. I know you still hear that. Okay, now you know this. What you gonna do? This is where the decision's made. This is where you decide if you gonna get it today or you gonna wait till tomorrow. You gonna hit that snooze button or you gonna get your ass out of bed. Where's it gonna be? You gonna hit that snooze button or you going get your ass out of bed. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow never comes. Maybe that was the last chance you had to achieve success. You just missed your workout. You just missed your training session. You just missed your studying. You just missed your cardio. You just missed your diet prep. You just missed the client talk. You just missed the video you could have watched that could have helped you progress in life. You just missed it. Because you like to sleep more than you like to succeed. Probably one of them guys who promotes success and hard work, dedication. But you hit the snooze button. You lose. You just lost. You're a snooze button pressing motherfucker. You will sleep your success away. You will sleep your success away. The morning happens once a day. It defines your day. You set that alarm because you wanted to get up. So get the fuck up. Could have been a great, could have been the next Jordan, could have been the next Mozart, Picasso, could have been the next Michael Jackson. <laughs> you like the snooze button, so you ain't gonna be Michael. You ain't gonna be LeBron. You ain't gonna have that massive success you think you're gonna have, cause you're a snooze button here motherfucker. But it's okay. When you wake up, you can post a quote on your Instagram. Put a little quote on your Facebook. Pretend like you're hustling. Pretend like you're going to get it. Maybe even caption that you, the next big deal. Tweet Gary Vee. Tweet Elon Musk that you coming for his spot. They ain't quaking in their boots. You Even Gary Vee hitting the snooze button. <laughs> I don't think so, motherfucker. If you're Elon Musk hitting the snooze button, <laughs> I don't even need to answer that one. He ain't even setting alarms, man. That's how bad he wants to succeed. <sighs> it might have been you. You might have been the next big thing. But here you are. In a deep sleep after hitting your motherfucking snooze button. Goddamn. You will never know if you were the one